1: I'm excited today. I'm talking to Faye Saxon-Horton, and we're talking all things Medicare. We're talking all things with um, Faye. Her actual branding is fabulous and amazing, and she is the woman behind I Sell Medicare Plans. Faye, welcome so much. I'm excited to talk to you today.
0: Thank you, Teresa. I am excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, girl, I am excited. You have so many things going
1: on. You are the woman who is hooking up not only people with Medicare, as far as like, you know, clients in the open market, but you really empower agents too. So let's start from the nitty gritty. How did you get started in this industry? How did you fall in love with Medicare? And tell me a little bit about your insurance journey.
0: Ah, oh, wow. How long do you have? (laughs) (laughs) My journey has been quite, quite extensive. I actually started in employee benefits and moved from employee benefits to Medicare. But because my initial insurance start was in employee benefits, then my Medicare start was with group employer plans. Okay, So I did not sell Medicare individually, but through group employer plans. And they were individual applications, of course, but they were um, individual plans given to me that way. From there, I went to a different company and was promoted to Medicare sales manager. So from sales representative to Medicare sales manager, where I managed 12 captive agents and 21 uh, independent agents who were selling Medicare plans. And it meant having the skills and the knowledge and the wherewithal to get these agents on task all during the year, but particularly during AEP, to hit the goals for the market which I'm happy to say that we did every year. Nice. So that was good. Now, during all of those transitions, I actually retired three times. Oh, my
1: goodness.
0: (laughs) Yes, because every time I changed, I decided, oh, well, you know, I've worked long enough, I'll just stay home. But then when I was too tired of scrubbing the tile and the grout (laughs) with the toothbrush, I decided, oh, I have to go back to work. I just have to go back to work. But I always went back to Medicare sales. Now, I have retired for the last time. I'm not retiring anymore. But when I retired from corporate sales as sales manager, I started to build my individual business. So that's why I sell Medicare plans. So what I am able to train and teach others to do, I've actually done. And I actually do. So I continue to sell, but I do not compete with those agents that I'm coaching. I don't compete at all with anyone who wants me to help them to grow their business by selling Medicare plans.
1: What a great platform. I love that. And I love that you've been there. You've done that. You've really been able to, to develop your own career in your own space. And now you're empowering other women to be able to do that. So you are known as I, they at I sell Medicare plans. Tell me about your offerings. Tell me about what you do to be able to empower other people to be able to get on out there and make a career in Medicare.
0: Well, actually, I sell Medicare plans is my brand. So that's also the website. Everything has to be simple for me. I find that the easiest way, and I do honestly believe the reason that I'm able to have customers, Medicare customers, Medicare beneficiaries who stay with me and have such a high retention rate is because I make it simple. Keep it simple, and then it's easier to understand. So I have Medicare clients who are Medicare beneficiaries to whom I sell Medicare plans. That's one of the things that I do. I have the website, I Sell Medicare Plans, which is for agents or insurance professionals who want to sell Medicare plans. Then there's the podcast where We also talk about selling Medicare plans, and I have guests who come on and give tips and the inside information about forming an agency, starting a Medicare sales operation, how you can do it, what's compliant, what's not compliant, what should you do this time of year, what you should do during AEP, and those are all open to anyone, regardless of gender. However, I oh and I also have a private Facebook group. I sell Medicare plans. And that's open to everyone who is an insurance professional that wants to know more about Medicare sales. However, on top of all of that, I am co-founder of Club Win and that's Win with two eyes because it's women in insurance niches and that is where Only licensed female insurance professionals are able to become members and have weekly trainings on any of the four niches, Medicare, of course, being one of them.
1: Nice, nice. I like that. Do you find that women have different challenges in the insurance space than men do even in the Medicare arena? Where do you find that those conversations kind of go to for women versus men? I think I think men are much more um, just, uh, how do I put it? They're much more business oriented to some degree, like, you know, but women are really wanting to connect a whole lot more. We put really our heart and our souls into a lot more conversations with clients and so forth. How do you, how do you see that on the Medicare end of things?
0: I think it works the same as it does with anything else that where there are the men and women, particularly in sales. And you're absolutely right. Um, I believe and I feel that women go about acquiring sales and keeping sales and keeping customers differently than men do. Men are more, and I don't know if it's more business-minded, but they probably are. But when you think about it, that's all they have to do. They get up in the morning. Men will get up in the morning. They know they have a sales job. They know they have a sales goal. So that's all they concentrate on. They come home in the afternoon and they take off their clothes and they have a couple of beers or whatever and they watch sports on TV. (laughs) But now that woman who has the same sales responsibility and men, I'm not knocking you. You do a great job. And I love my husband. But women have to also get the kids off to school in the morning before she goes to her sales job, make breakfast for the family, uh, do the laundry, make sure all the chores are done, make sure everything in the house is operational and running for everybody. Make sure everyone in the family keeps on schedule as well as do that sales job. That's the difference. That's the real difference. But women as a, Female professionals have always been able to take on that entire task. And that's one of the things that we do in Club Win. We have some fun days when we just don't even talk about insurance. We talk about how can we relax, how can we have fun, how can we organize ourselves so that we can fit all of the things that we need to do into, the, into our day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of that revolves around
1: and sales is really this way too, but, um, there's so much routine that needs to occur. I think, um, and, 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 and processes that we need to do in order to make ourselves successful, whether or not that's that we get up, we throw a load of laundry in, we get the kids up, we feed them breakfast, we did da da, da 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 same thing in sales too, is that we have that, that process, right. Of how we do things, how we process business, how we connect, we have our scripts, even with our children, we have our scripts, you know, to some degree, you know, I used to always tell my kids, you know. Oh, I have a lot of them. I used to always say, "I always say, you do, you boo," you know, and that's my way to say I respect you and I love you, but I'm not taking on your stuff right now, you know, kind of thing. And um, and I and I love listening to my kids and and so forth, you know. But I used to always tell my kids too because I was a single mom, I worked from home a lot, and um, my kids were always with me all summer long. And I was always tell them, are you bleeding, dying, or dead? Because if you're interrupting <laughs> me, you need to be one of those three. So, you know, I think we we as women have a lot, a lot of those cadences, I think, to our life, whether or not it is a flow in business and whether or not it's a flow in personal life. And I think it's really important to share that with other people who know and understand the stresses and the processes involved with that. Do you find that that's really where your, your team bonds, because I'm sure that's where that, that club wins. I'm sure that's where that, that mojo really, really falls into place. It
0: is. And Teresa, it's interesting that you should mention those three things, you know, you did bleeding (laughs) or because I think women tend to be able to identify the level of stress or the level of the situation better because of those inner, just those inner, uh Tendencies that we have yeah. to understand what's going on at the moment, but we carry that over into business. Those are the same um, things that we use within ourselves as women to understand what a customer is saying. We hear between the lines because yep. we're so accustomed to it. We do that at home. We hear between the lines. We read between the lines. It's like when, uh, my mother would say something like, I know, I can see you doing that and she's in a different room. <laughs> you know, but that's, that's just the, the things that are within a female that helps us even in sales, even in business, even in the Medicare arena where we need to be able to understand our customers. We understand the customers. We understand the level. Of their concern, and we can read between the lines to understand that one thing that they're saying that may not be the issue at all.
1: Right, right, right. And I think you know, with customers, that's so important to to, with everybody. With everybody, okay. Because, like you said, we take a lot of our personal skills, right? Of whether or not we're listening to our kids complain that you know that um, you know they don't like. Whatever, whatever it might be. They they don't like math, right? Well, what is it about math you Mm -hmm. don't like? Well, let's talk about the fact that it's not math, you don't like division, whatever it is, right? I mean, okay, well, why do you not like division? Okay, well, you don't, you don't understand it, right? Okay, you need tutoring, right? It's not that you don't like it. It's just that you don't, you know, you're having problems understanding it. We do the same thing with our team members with our with our, with our spouses, we do the same thing with our clients. Our clients sometimes call us and they're having an emotional breakdown about something, but a lot of times it doesn't have anything to do with us. It could be about maybe the emotional or the financial or other pressures that they're under. And same thing when we work with other agents is That when we're working with other agents, we need to hear what their pain is. And that's a big part of sales is, is uncovering pain. And when we can uncover pain, then we can go ahead and we can, we can, we can do a better job selling. We can do a better job connecting. We can do a better job fixing and helping and empowering whoever it is we're talking to, to be able to achieve their goals. And that's what makes that bonding process really work.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. You're absolutely correct. Uh, it's all of those things that we do just naturally that helps us to connect with our team, with our agents, with other professionals, and with our customers. It's all of those things that we do just, just naturally, just by being females, that helps us to better connect, I believe.
1: Absolutely. And I think it makes a difference too, for retention and, and so forth like that, just making sure that people stick around, that people call us, whatever they have a challenge. So I know there are a lot of people, even in health and Medicare and some of those that also cross for other lines of business. Right. And so that's where we right. want to create that business connection. We want to create that, 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 that life Um, I'd use the word life partner, but that life partner and all your insurance, right? Then maybe we have other insurance agents that we partner with or we can help. But then also we want to be a good resource to our clients across the board to see how we can help them to, to get everything that they need out of what it is we're serving them with. I love that. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. I think that's awesome. Yes. And I love the fact that you have a group that, that helps so many women and or in just agents across the country. Just ages with Agents across
0: the country. Right, with your program. um We go just a little step further with Club Win with the women. And that's because, you know, we need that, that extra yes. step to help us. Uh, one of the things that we do in Club Win that is a little different is that we do one-on-one with each member. They fill out a confidential sheet, and it is confidential, but in that sheet they're asked, what are your three-month goals and what are your three-year goals? And knowing which niche they're deciding on. And at some point, some people know which of the niches they want to work to reach those goals, and others say, I have no clue. So we help them to determine based on where they're located in the country, who their target market might be, how they're able to work. Because here's another thing. Because women have so many responsibilities and so many tasks, not all women can work full-time. True. But as single parents, as women who are head of household, they, they may need income. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: So and they need to make sure we, that that's a stable income, too, and that they can... Rely on it.
0: Absolutely. So if we can help them to work around the schedule that they can commit to and work a Medicare business or an ACA business, which they can build to a profitable uh, residual income that they know is steady income that's coming in and teach them how to retain that business and grow that business, that's great. So we use different models for different people, and it's fit to the individual. So I it's what that. you need to do, for Teresa, to hit your goals. Your goals and what you need to do and where you're actually serving customers is different from where Faye is and what Faye needs to do and what Faye wants to do, which is sometime soon, not ever retire, but slow down, <laughs>
1: right, 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 because you don't want to be cleaning that ground again, right? And right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I just want to make sure too for all of our listeners out there: is this is a nationwide program that you have? That this is on Facebook? That this is a, a national program? So wherever people are, I know you are located in Florida, specifically, but this is really a resource for insurance agents across the country. Is that correct?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyone who has access to Facebook can get in touch with us. Anyone who has access to the internet can go to com or to clubwin.com. I love it. I love it.
1: And tell me some of the challenges that you find that people do have in some of those groups that you guys have helped them to be able to to work on because I think we we as insurance agents I think it is I'm not going to use the word a lonely business because it's it's not, but it is more of an individual sales business, right? And we are kind of where we're out there, we're connecting, we're doing our thing, but we're so client-facing that sometimes I think some of those challenges that we have, we don't realize that other people necessarily have the same challenges. So what types of challenges do you guys most commonly find that insurance agents that are out there trying to be able to sell Medicare um, or the other products associated with it, with ACA final expense, all those things, what is their largest hurdles to have to get over in being able to really connect and be able to be more effective in their sales processes?
0: One of the, the, probably the first thing, Teresa, would be to just be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to understand what the market is, where you are, and you have to decide, you have to make those decisions of commitment. Do you want to do face-to-face sales? Or do you want to do work from home? You want to do telesales? How do you want to work that business? And once you do that and you know how you can go about it, we will help you to learn what to do to get it done. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things is uh, people are often confused and they feel like, um, I want to do Medicare sales because I know if there are renewals with Medicare sales, as opposed to final expense, final expense, you can make a lot of money and you get, you know, paid right away. It's quick money if you need it, but there, then the renewals are so small. You could not live off the renewal. Uh, Okay. You have to keep writing new business in order to keep your income up. However, People will look at that and say, "Well, okay, then I want to sell Medicare because then I can get renewals, and those renewals can add up." But what they don't realize is, in either of those, you have to build from somewhere. You start with a base, and the thing that they may have overlooked is, in the area where they are, the zip codes of the, and the P, number of people who are there who are under 65, are far greater than the people who are over 65, and there are fewer agents writing ACA. So maybe Medicare isn't what you should be doing. You've been doing final expense, you've done it well, but then you don't have any residual income. Maybe you should look at doing ACA. So those are the kinds of things because of the individual and where they're located and the market that they want to serve, we can help that guide them to which is gonna work better for you. Like right now with Medicare, as you know, uh, we're in what we call the SEP IEP period. Right. You're, you're You're enrolling people who have special elections or people who are having initial enrollment period. Right. Until we get to AEP, which is a big push for AEP. So some agents just die during the summer. They don't know what to do Mm -hmm. because it's difficult for them to find those SEPs and the IEPs. Well, right now, because of the latest legislation starting February 15th and new subsidies went into effect April 1st, ACA is wide open. Mm. So, okay, if you can't make that residual income in the Medicare field right now, do ACA until September 15th. And then when June and July comes, get your AHIP done, be ready. You're going to be ready for AEP again. So it's just moving someone along the path and removing the barriers that they think they have identifying the barriers and then removing them and showing them how you can make a consistent living. We've also trained uh, individual agents how to build an agency. Nice. So that's another way to increase your income. If you've gotten to a certain level in your business, And now it's time for you to spend some time training someone else who can duplicate what you've done. And you just keep cloning those people and realizing though, that they're going to work at their capacities and they may not work at the capacity that you have. And they may not have all of the commitment that you have, but if you have a number of them, it can work out well for you and for them. So regardless of how you Approach the business, numbers are key. So, so and I think it. that's
1: really key here is that knowing too, and I find on my end, because I'm an agency owner, um, finding on my side, especially whenever we do expand to where we're part of a network a little bit more, is that not everybody works at the same pace. Not everybody works at the same um, passion level. Not everybody works at the same, um, just, um, I hate to use the word level because everybody's level is a little bit different and their definition of that is a little bit different. But we have mm-hmm. to respect and we have to know each other's space. And then we also have to know. And I mean, it's really kind of challenging to know when maybe to push or when maybe to lay, maybe to lay back, right? And when to celebrate them and when to push them forward, you know? Right. And I right. find that balance to be really, really challenging. So I love how you said people that are trying to find their niche, right? Trying to find their space, maybe the flow of their year that maybe, Whenever they have the downtime, pick something else up, you know, and then whenever they get to a certain point, also maybe building that team. So it is a complete career conversation about building your network, about building you as a sales producer, as well as building a network moving forward that helps you to create a sustainable business long term. And that's really what you guys focus on. I think that's really important. I think that's really powerful.
0: Absolutely. We want the individual to build their business in the way that's going to be best for them. And, you know, we always say, come on into the club and help to straighten somebody's crown without ever telling anyone else that it was crooked. So we kind of work together in that sense. So we're there to train uh, people to do the business the way that best fits them. So on an individual basis, so we, we, we're not going to have a thousand members because it will become more and more difficult to work with a thousand people. Right. But as we work with these individuals and our membership begins to grow, we will have people within the group who are able to step up and someone else can do Medicare with Teresa. It doesn't have to be Faye. Or it right. doesn't have to be Rebecca. It could be someone else who can actually help you in your business within the membership. So that's what we'd like to do. Uh, just keep growing and step by step support women, build them up, build their business, and then have them help other women.
1: Well, I loved exactly what you said. I actually wrote it down. I'm over here taking notes, and I loved what you said. Straighten some help somebody straighten their crown without having to tell them that it's crooked. Yeah, and I think that is powerful. Powerful. I love that. I love that. And I also loved how you talked about removing the barriers, working with people to help them remove the barriers that they think that they have, because that think process, our perception, and how we self-sabotage, self, um, uh, self, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Self moderate, right? Sometimes we throttle Mm -hmm. ourselves back when there's not anything to throttle back, but we, and I know I'm, I'm my worst enemy on this is that I'll, my, you know, my self-talk sometimes gets a little bit to where I'm just like, no, I think I'm just going to go sit on the couch and watch some Hulu today. You know, I mean, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just going to take the day off right now. And, you know, we can't do that. It's our, that's what I think is going on. And therefore that's not, that's not necessarily accurate.
0: Yes. You know, our, our inner voices, we can have more than one.
1: Oh yeah, we can have that time yeah. in there. I got
0: something going on. <laughs> yes. up needs to yes. be so. we can yeah. have a we can have a whole reunion in our heads. So, uh, mindset is critical. Uh, we do talk about mindset a lot, both on the Medicare side and all of the other niches, but even in the group, in the Facebook group, we do mindset. It's very important because that's what helps us all to get where we want to go and and it's a struggle because you know we it's like even with um this month is i think health and fitness month and it's not really about how much weight you lose it's about changing your mindset Mm. it's you know it's about eating healthy and being healthy and that's the most important thing but it's getting that mindset and the proper mindset which is a growth mindset is what everyone needs to be in business for themselves
1: so Would true you agree? so true oh i just i needed to hear that today that's why <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying right now, you're, you're speaking to me personally. I'm just like right now, is yeah. like a personal counseling session. I always say these meetings are great because to me, they just pump me back up. I mean, they get me ready to get back out there because I yeah. love talking to women in the insurance space who are out there making a difference for our clients and for each other. And I think that that is Powerful, powerful, Faye. Thank you so much. Now, today we are talking to Faye at I Sell Medicare Plans. So Faye, you are amazing at being able to connect with people. Uh, Tell tell me how to help people connect with you better and get to know you and your resources a little bit
0: better. Check out the website, I Sell Medicare Plans. Uh, The podcasts are listed there. So you can listen uh, on the website under episodes. You can also reach me at say Horton 9, the number 9, at isellmedicareplans.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this. Do you know that we could talk about women in insurance for hours? Totally. Completely,
1: I love it it's one of my it's one of my favorite topics and I'm so excited to see so many women entering a little bit more that insurance space across the board and um I'm excited to be a part of that you know and I mean and what we do here is we interview women on the corporate side on the personal side on the agency side on Medicare side on we've interviewed women in data cyber insurance uh pretty much across the board, coaching for insurance agents all across the board. And I'm excited that hopefully people can hear and see and know what types of careers there are out there in the insurance space and just find the right one for you. Find the one that sets your soul on fire and just be awesome at it. And I'm excited wow. to be a part of that. And thank you for empowering women in the Medicare final expense in that whole area to be able to coach them through, to be able to find sustenance in the career that sometimes can be pretty difficult and pretty lonely. So I appreciate you, Faye. Thank you so much for being a part of that. Oh,
0: you're so welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you.
1: Well, everybody, this is another episode of Power Women in Insurance with Faye Saxon-Horton with I Sell Medicare Plans. Everybody, we do uh, release a new episode every single Wednesday. So make sure that you subscribe, make sure that you follow us on Instagram and or on Facebook and subscribe to all of your favorite uh, podcasting venues like uh, iTunes, Spotify, all of those other good ones. We're excited to be able to talk to Powerful Women in Insurance. And until next week, We'll see you then. Thanks, everybody.